Hello, I'm Rabbi Avram Rothman, and you're listening to The Gripes of Rothman for March 2021. You know, we just passed Purim, and have come to realize that for many of us, it's the second Purim during the pandemic for us here in Toronto, for most of the most part, this is the first one. But it's been 12 months, it's been a year already, and it's been such a strange and difficult year, because along with the pandemic, comes so many tragedies, so much difficulty, so much stress on our on our our mental abilities, and it, it's just so difficult for so many of us, if not all of us. People have tragedies. They come to speak to me about their businesses failing because of the economy. People who are afraid for their families. They see their children are walking around without expressions on their face. They're afraid for their parents. It used to be that we were pretty sure that, you know, if you had, you're dealing with a child, the young parents, for the most part, they don't pass away. But this year, they, they have. And then for the people who are middle-aged, their parents who could have lived or expected to live a number of years have also passed away. It gets to the point where sometimes when I get a phone call from someone, I listen closely to the tone of their voice because I'm afraid to tell me that someone else has passed away. I, I think I send out death notices to the community so much more now than ever before. And it's affecting everyone. Everyone is, is having this effect physically, emotionally, psychologically to an enormous amount and financially. And we never saw it coming. We didn't expect this. And we probably won't see it again. But, you know, if you look in the Parsha, it talks about how Moshe, when he comes down the mountain holding the Ten Commandments, the two stones with the Ten Commandments, it first tells us these Ten Commandments are, you know, they're written by the hand of God. And then as the story progresses and it tells us that Moshe sees what's going on, he sees that the Jews are worshiping a golden calf, and he's about to shatter these Ten Commandments. There, the Torah tells us at length what they're like, that they're beautiful, and what they're made from, and how you can read them from all sides, and how it's actually the handiwork of God. An extraordinary thing. Something that, you know, we can't even imagine seeing something like this. But you imagine that the Jewish people were actually able to see this as Moshe came down the mountain, and then he smashed it. And the commentaries ask, why do you give us such a long description of the Ten Commandments right before he smashes it? Why don't you give the description of the Ten Commandments because they're so unique and so special? Why don't you give us that right at the time that you first mentioned them? When you tell us about them in the first place, tell us they're the handiwork of God. They were written by God. They can be read on all sides. They're made out of, out of precious stone. But it doesn't. Right at the beginning, it just tells us that he has them. And right before he shatters them, it tells us what, what, what the beauty and the uniqueness and the specialness of, the, of what, what they are. And then he smashes them. And I think this is a reference to the Torah telling us of the idea that you don't know what you got till it's gone. You don't realize the goodness, the warmth, the great things that a person has in our lives until it's gone. And so the Torah is telling you about the great things about these Ten Commandments, about these lukos. Right before we lose them. So we should know what we've got. And then it's gone. You don't really realize in most cases what it is. That's how it's been for us this year. 
I didn't realize how special it was to spend time with people. To walk into shul, and there's 300 people going through the shul on the Shabbos. People are smiling. They're happy. They have simchas. They had a, this one had a baby. That one had a bar mitzvah. This one has a baby. They mean, they're having a kiddush. They're having a party. These few guys are breaking the rules and going and drinking in the corner. It's all part of the crazy, wonderful community that we have and that all of us have in our own ways. We don't know what we got till it's gone. At least it's temporary. But it's affecting us all. You know, it's, it, it, the, the effect on our mental health is enormous. We didn't see this coming. We weren't prepared for it. We aren't ready for it. And, it's, and even if the, the pandemic ends, there's still going to be the financial issues, the mental health issues, and the loss of so many people that we lost this year. And we need, every one of us needs to take stock of that. We need to be there for each other. And when it comes to issues of mental health, of course, there's professionals. I'm not in any way discounting it. I do this for a living as well. I have family members who do this for a living. But one thing that any one of them will tell you is you got to talk to somebody. You got to find a person that you can sit down and tell them what you're going through, what you've gone through. It's the best way to help us get through this. We didn't see it coming. And we didn't know what we had until we don't have it. And now we don't have it, and it's weighing on us. We need to talk to each other. You need to find someone that you can trust, that you can tell about how you were there for someone to help them as they went through the death of their parent. How you were there to help somebody who's afraid their business is going to close or has closed. How we're there with someone whose child is not reacting well to what's going on around them. None of us saw this coming, but we have things that we can do to make it better. We see the light at the end of the tunnel. Please, God, his vaccinations, when they finally get around to giving them to us. The first time in my life, I actually wanted to be older rather than younger, except for when I was wanted to be 21 so I could get a legal drink. But now <coughs> I'm going to be six months too young to get the vaccination at the time that, that, that at an earlier time. Nevertheless, when the vaccination does come, the pain isn't going to be gone. People will still be lost. There'll still be the effect on us. And we have to be there for each other. And the more you're there to help somebody, the better it is. But you need to talk to someone yourself. You can't just hold it in. You can't let it just fester within us. And the more people you try to help, the harder it is to hold it in. So we need to find that person. So what's the purpose of my telling you all this? It's one message. So that's one. You have friends, you have acquaintances, you have confidants in your life. Pull one aside, take a few minutes for yourself, talk about what you're going through, talk about what someone else is going through and how it, the, the pain you feel for them. It's a common problem that us Jews have. It's not usually a problem. It's a wonderful thing that we're there for each other. We feel for each other. We care for each other. I feel the pain of the other people just like you feel their pain. When someone passes away, I feel like I've lost someone, and I'm sure you're the same. We can't carry that with us. We have to talk to someone. So my message to you today is to find that person that you can trust, that you can talk to, and open yourself up to them. It's not easy. I'm talking to myself more than I'm talking to you because I don't have that. 
And I have to find that, and I have to do that. It's not that I don't have it. I do, actually, but I don't use it enough. We all have to. So let my blessing be that this pandemic should end. We should we should see Passover in a free world again, where we can all gather together and have hundreds of people sitting on. We have our new clothes, and the weather is nice, and it's great once again. And we've got what we lost. But we won't appreciate it unless we can work our way through this. So take your time. Find someone. Have a talk to them. Open your heart to them. Trust them with your emotions. I'm sure that they'll be be responsible. And that's it for today. So thank you for your time. And I look forward to speaking to you further as we get closer and closer to the end of this pandemic. Thanks a lot. Bye.